couple years back, I'm at the auto show with my soon-to-be wife. We're taking a wander around brand new electric car from Tesla, the new Model S, about to come out to the market. And as we started from the rear of the vehicle, since that's where the Toronto Auto Show had dropped us, was at the back end of this thing, she noticed that there were rearward-facing seats sitting in the trunk. First question to me is, well, where the hell is the trunk then? Is it up front? Is it like, is there space to store anything? So I swung her around to the front end, and I said, it's just like a supercar. The engine in the back, and they put the trunk in the front she looks over at me turns her head and says no frunken way and i say yes that's exactly what it is it's a frunk autologues.net autopod streaming day or night coming right at you right here right now Welcome back to Autolux Autopod. I am your host, the doctor to the car industry, Mr. Everett J himself. And this week, we're going to be taking a look at what electric and alternative fuel vehicles are going to be changing the way we store and move products within our own vehicles. Keep following our feeds via Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube. Yes, we're on YouTube. Podbeam, Spotify, Pinterest, iTunes, the new Google Play, and over at www.autolux.net if you're looking for our podcast or automotive reviews and the most extensive list of corporate websites out there. Then stop by www.autolux.net and take a gander of what our past, present, and future may have in store for the automotive industry. Today we are taking a look at storage space in the alternative fuel market. Yes, storage space within the alternative fuel market is changing. Changing the way we see cars. As supercars did way back into the 50s and early 60s when they started putting the engines in the back and opening up the front. Volkswagen did that with the Karmakia. It had a trunk in the front and a trunk in the back because the engine was so small it created more storage space without having that big block V8 taking up all the space within the vehicle and only having the small four-cylinder motor. They managed to clear up tons and tons of space within the vehicle which added to the greatness of the product. It created more storage space. The microbus did this too, where the engine was jammed in the back and they were able to clear up so much space within the vehicle. They utilized as much as they could only because they had a small engine. Well, with the alternative fuel industry now taking over, we're starting to see differences. Yes, as I said, when my wife saw front end and the Model S and the back end, she thought, what the frunk? Because the front trunk, the frunk, doesn't really work when you're in European marketplaces because a front boot would essentially just be a foot. But the front, well, now we're moving in to alternative fuel vehicle trucks. And Rivian is really making a change with their pass-through. Yeah, that unused storage space where most of us in our pickup trucks are able to flip the seats up and they got little toolboxes and all that there and that little bit of extra storage space. Or if you're clever enough, just like a Dodge put, well, in Canada, we got coolers in the sides of our truck boxes, but they have the storage facility in the side portion of the rear box. Great. They're utilizing as much space as possible to store more crap. Ever look at the back of a Honda Ridgeline? You could put crap underneath the box. Amazing. You could put stuff underneath the back seat. Amazing. Like Honda went overboard when they made this truck because they utilized every inch of usable extra space in the unibody construction to store crap. A lot of vehicles are starting to do that. A lot of vehicles. It's amazing. But the alternative fuel vehicles are really paving the way for the way we look at storage within vehicles. And the Tesla Model S helped pioneer that. Yeah, we like I said, we already had that with Volkswagen years ago. And supercars, always utilizing that small space 
space in the front. But I don't know about you, but if you've seen the brand new Corvette Stingray with its mid-engine layout, there is hardly any storage space up front. A little bit more than it would be if it was built in the 80s or the 70s, but nowadays, like, it's still small. I'm not saying the Model S has an oversized trunk that you can hold tons and tons of stuff in, but really, it's not as big as it, it should be. And when you're with the Corvette, you still have that engine, that internal combustion engine, which takes up a massive amount of storage space within your vehicle. Now, with alternative fuel vehicles, now, hydrogen is a little bit different because you still got fuel cell stacks, electric motors, and all that. you got to store somewhere. So you don't get as much extra storage space. Now, with electric and the skateboard platforms, the companies like Tesla, Rivian, and Bollinger have pushed forward, they managed to maximize storage space. It's amazing. The Tesla Model S really put the world on edge because they had the front trunk. They had their front, but it's small. It's like an overnight bag type of thing. What really scared people was the fact that they had two rearward facing seats in the trunk. So the car went from five passenger to a seven passenger. It went to the size of a mid-size CUV. Seven passenger. Pretty amazing. And you consider the fact that you could still put things at your feet. Now, with those rearward-facing seats out, it's not like you can go on a family vacation with seven people. No, 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 no. They're made for, you know, you got to pick up the kids from, you know, hockey, baseball, football. You got to store a little bit of crap in the back, okay? You're you're taking them out for ice cream. You know, dad or somebody else is throwing stuff in their vehicle to get all the equipment home. You just need to get the kids off to, you know, let's say Pizza Hut or Dairy Queen to get them their ice cream, their pizza, their chicken, whatever they're going to be taking them out for. You got to get them there. Well, you can fit seven people in your Model S. Amazing. Moving into the next step, we get two truck companies now. So you got Bollinger with their horribly bland, boxy designs, but... That bland boxy design maximizes storage space because they're so simple and they're B1 pickup trucks and SUVs. You could store everything. It doesn't just have a front. If you take a look at this damn thing, it has a pass-through. last vehicle that had a pass-through like that was the Chevrolet Avalanche where you dropped the back wall. You took the wall down and the window down and you could store your eight foot piece of plywood drywall into the back. They only did that because they needed more storage space due to the fact that the truck had a short box. Well, Bollinger does this with a complete pass-through from the front, from the front all the way through into the box. They have what's called the pass-through. Now you could store things up to 12 feet, essentially the length of the truck. You could store pride. Now, how does that help you out? How many people who didn't have a roof rack, who don't have a trailer, go to do some lumber work and like, you know, it'd be so much easier if I could just get a 12-foot sheet of drywall or if I could just get a 12-foot 2x4, but I can't because I can't fit it. I got an 8-foot box, but the thing's going to be kicking out 4 feet. That's way past. Way too much. I'm going to a ticket. Well, Bollinger did it. And considering the fact that their seats only sit on a pipe layout allows you to store even more product because it is so simple. And you can actually self-adjust the seats. It makes it amazing. Amazing for storage. Now I get it. The damn thing is essentially just a box on wheel. Boring. Bland. Bleh. But it's all there for storage. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about storage. It's about maximizing your storage space with alternative fuel vehicles. Tesla had reward seats. Bollinger had flow-throughs. What does Rivian have? Rivian doesn't have the flow-through. They want to go after standard pickup trucks. But if you take a look at their front frunk, you can literally take a nap in the damn thing. Carpeted floor, nice lighting, power ports, like damn front frunk of a Rivian pickup truck. <sighs> is there just to relax in? 
Go out to the bush, pop the top, take a nap in the damn thing. Sit in there, take a nap. Don't close the hood. Now, like with everyone else, they will have trunk releases so you can't actually get stuck in it. But if you take a look just below on our website, you'll see images of their front trunk. And it's amazing. Like, let's hope this layout makes it to production form. Now you get into Tesla Model 3, getting smaller, but the front is still there. Not as nice as Rivian's. And you start moving into their pass-throughs. It's amazing. Now, Rivian didn't do a pass-through. No, no, no. But underneath the back, like a lot of companies, they have tons of storage space. Now, I've seen their designs, and I still ask myself the question is, where is your spare tire? You still need a spare tire, a full-size spare for a pickup truck, because when you're out in the bush, you can't ride out of there on a donut. And like Honda, they've utilized all of the space within the floor. That's great. It's not great for fully capable off-road abilities because you want to jack this thing up, go way out, mud bogging with it. You got a little bit of extra storage space dropping down below it, but it still maximizes it. No, what they did is they have what's called the pass-through. Now, in their concepts, they had light in there. I don't know if the light's going to make it to production form. It'd be great if it did, but you got to remember, these are little, little things that they stick in there to, to overemphasize the concept. Now the pass-through is like we said, you get a standard pickup truck today, you flip your back seats up and a lot of times you have a little bit of storage space, you can put tools. If you're a contractor, it has a little pla built-in plastic toolbox, just storage area to throw your junk and your crap that you keep with you. Hell, if you got kids, it's a place to store some toys, it's a place to store, like I said, just random, random junk. But that's underneath you. So when you're sitting in it and your kid's child seat is bolted into the damn thing, try and get in there. You can't. Rivian solved this problem with the pickup truck industry. They have the pass-through so long. It goes the full length of the truck. It's got a door on either side that drops down. Now this door makes it long enough that you can store your golf clubs. Like I said, long enough and big enough for golf clubs. You can throw your golf clubs in there. You don't have to throw them in the back of the truck. Now, this is perfect because the one thing my wife always tells me is we can't get a truck unless it has a tonneau cover on it. Got to have a hard tonneau cover because we go down, we visit, you know, family and that down, down south, close, you know, Toronto area, you know, and some of those areas, even though they live in better areas, not all areas are the best that we go to. If I don't have a tonneau cover and I got stuff in the back, somebody can just walk by and grab it, steal it. Hell, it can even happen in my hometown. Doesn't happen as much, but it still can. Well, Rivian made it. If I'm just going down to see my in-laws, the storage space in this pasture is enough that I could store our two duffel bags and a bunch of crap from my kids going down to visit my in-laws. And I got the whole box open. Not like I really need a whole box open, but hey, if I can't use my wife's vehicle, well, I'm going to take my truck. And if we're going down there and dad needs some help, well, I could throw it in the back of the truck. Just throw it on the truck. Let's take it. Let's go. Kind of cool. Or hell, let's say we're down there and we're on our way out. We stop at Ikea. It's like, wow, I want to get that. Let's get it. Just throw it in the truck because all the other crap is sitting there. And like I said, they have the in-floor storage. This is amazing because you just throw crap in there too. Let's say the alternative fuel industry thanks to the skateboard platforms of battery technology, is opening up so much more space within these vehicles. How many times have you been riding in your vehicle and it's like, you know, if that wasn't there, I would have so much space. Do you remember the old vans from the 1970s? Go, go take a look at them. They had engines in the front. And then their transmissions came out into the center console, the interior. Why? Because there wasn't enough space to jam everything in there, especially for rear-wheel drive. You can't flip the engine sideways. You got to put it. So it came into the vehicle. You lost that storage space, which means you can't have a central seat. The trucks are one of the only remaining vehicles on the market that have front seats that allow three people to sit across in the front. With electric vehicles and ride-hailing services coming out, you're going to have to maximize your amount 
out in space. That's where those pod vehicles come to play. And if you've ever noticed and taken a look at some of the pods that people are developing for the market, you could store a lot in there. Like I said, if we did our a little podcast on canoe, I'll just canoe there with the alternative vehicle. Now, would you look at that thing? It is essentially just a rounded off brick, but the dash is pushed right up against the windshield. Your seats are closer, which means you now have a massive back area that maximizes. The only thing between that doesn't maximize space in the back is the structure of the vehicle. But you need that. You need protection from the outside world. You also need insulation from the outside world because you want to keep your air conditioner in or you want to keep your heat in. You need that insulation barrier too. It's like a house. You can't just build your house, you know, piece of drywall right on your sheeting outside. You can't do that. You, you freeze. We did that for thousands of years. And then we realized, hey, if we insulate the damn thing, we'll keep that in. So you still need that. Getting these vehicles that are maximizing storage space. Now, Rivian, I always wondered why they didn't do like Dodge and actually build storage capacity into the box. Now, the one thing I always ask myself with this is resale market. The resale market on those Dodge Rams that have the built-in storage boxes on the side of the box is who are you going to sell this thing to? Because if you're selling it to somebody who likes to put a cap on their truck, you might lose that sale because they'll look at it and go, well, it's there. Do I really want to put a, a cap? on it that I can't use it. It would have been better if they didn't have to flip the whole top up if it just like was a sheet that flipped down off the side. Kind of like when you bolt on to your back racks and your truck racks and you bolt on contractor boxes. And you have your steel metal doors with locks and then they just slide down or flip down. If they did that on the box it might be a little bit better. But you gotta remember the side of a vehicle you need to be nice and smooth and flow properly that's we know that because we rate vehicles through the autolux.net website we do our end of the year reviews on every single automotive vehicle around the world hell every year we do between three and four hundred cars we rate so we know the importance of not adding clutter to the side of your design adding too much overemphasizing character and creating improper characterized lines we get that so Dodge tried to get away from that by putting the hinges and that built into the top of the box. But like I said, putting tonneau covers on it, anything. Unless you're a person that's just going to have an open box all the time. Like you're that guy that's always throwing his quad in and out of it. Or always throwing a snow machine in and out of it. You can't use it. So the resale market kind of goes down. And that's why I believe that the Rivian may have thought against that. Plus, they have a massive front truck. They have the storage underneath the box. And they got the pass-through. And then when you go with Bollinger, they didn't do it either. Essentially, their boxes are just all riveted together. They maximize everything. The thing doesn't have a transmission, so you don't even need a stick in the center. That's how you get a full pass-through. And then Tesla? Well, Tesla's still built as a standard car. But they still maximize every usable space that they have within it. Like, who the hell would think to put rearward-facing seats in the back of a vehicle? Except for Subaru, who's trying to bypass the chicken tax back in the late 70s and early 80s when they bought the Brat here. Yeah, two rearward-facing seats classified it as an automobile. They bypassed the chicken tax with a little truck. Kind of neat. Now, Tesla's not doing this because it's not a truck. They're not trying to bypass the chicken tax by putting rearward-facing seats in it. They're just utilizing extra space. And when you consider that the whole back drops right down, and the kids still have a place to put their feet amazing so really when we take a look at trunk space at storage space within vehicles the alternative fuel vehicle industry is going to change how we store and move products within our vehicles it's amazing it's mind-boggling how much extra space you can get when you take
take out that internal combustion engine underneath the hood of your vehicle and free up space. When your power supply only rides on a 12 inch piece right below you, you don't have to worry about what's going on top. Hell, you can put a cube on top, you can put a blob on top, you can put a teardrop on top, you can put a wedge on top. Whatever you do, you can maximize what is within it. And it's going to open up the world to designers like mind-boggling what they can do with the interiors of vehicles. Because up until this day, they always had to worry about where things have to fit. Now we have to put a dash in, and we got to put our airbags in the dash, and we got to have the full transfer case come through, we got to have all our shifters. Oh, man, like, uh, they had to have the pre-built version of the thing before they could design around it. Now, with the skateboard platform, you just stick whatever you want on top of it. And if things like the Toyota Lift or the Rinspeed Pod showcase what we can do with the skateboard platform in the future and what we can put on top of it to make it look like, the future is going to be very interesting. And design, the world of design has so many places to go. We can get away from these weird gelatinous blobs that we've had for over the past 25 years with hardly any changes to them and move into whatever our hearts desire. So all in all, when you think about it, maximizing the storage space and creating the new skateboard platforms to maximize the storage space is allowing us and our minds to go further on what we can design and put into vehicles that we never even considered before because something was there. So the world of alternative fuel vehicles are going to open up storage possibilities that we never thought of within the automobile industry and it's going to change the way we move ourselves and products into the future. This is Ever from the Autolux Autopod telling you to stay tuned with our LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, Google Play, Podbeam, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and over on our website at www.autolux.net for all of our podcasts, automotive reviews, and corporate websites from around the world. From Everett J, the doctor to the automobile industry, we only have to say is to strap yourself in for one fun frunken ride.